Welcome back. Another episode of the Stardust Press Podcast. I guess you can call it a wrestling podcast. I mean, it's it's off the rails. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's on the fly. Whatever. You can call it whatever you want. And today, I'm joined by a special guest. Go ahead. Introduce yourself. Uh, my name's Beth. You might not know me off Twitter. Sometimes people pay me to talk about wrestling and most of the time I do it for free. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just a story of our life, you know, we're like, hey, want to get paid to talk about wrestling, but shit, do it for free. Yeah, pretty uh, much. <laughs> basically, Beth is here because she has a fairly good knowledge of wrestling, and if nobody's going to use it, I will, and I mean, we need some sort of sanity on this podcast, because God. So basically, <laughs> now the end goal is just to keep going until... Bushi Road purchases us and ends us for bashing whatever they do. So that's the plan today. Well, today at least we're gonna it's gonna be a tournament heavy episode. Like I feel like we've watched like three tournaments just in this one episode. Jesus. Oh Lord. What's up with I know everybody's doing tournaments right now. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of tournaments. I wanna see another tournament for another year after this week. Uh... Okay. I wouldn't mind, but, like, everybody does them at the same time. It's, like, the same with, like, summer tournaments and everything. Well, Dragon Gate just does a tournament, like, every other fucking week. And I don't even know at this point. They're just, like, they're just, like... I don't I... even follow Dragon Gate, and, like, I always see them, like, doing some sort of tournament. <laughs> they're always doing some sort of tournament. Like, literally, two weeks ago, they just did a Twin Gate number one contender championship tournament. Why? And then they just did this. They just get bored, and they're like, we need everybody on the card, let's do a tournament. I'm like, all right, nope, that's fair. Okay, so today, I guess I guess we should just get with the, the biggest news in wrestling, the best news in wrestling. The big show is all elite, baby, <laughs> you already know. I am. If you follow me on Twitter, uh, I, I don't, okay, I was just saying this as a joke, but it became a reality, so now people think I've got connections to AEW, which, I mean, it's possible. I mean, you never know. Uh, yeah, I, I I have some pool. I mean, got Vinny in the tournament, got the big show signed. I, I did what I need to do. Hit up TK <laughs> now and then. Uh, yeah, I was at work and I like screamed. I was like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was gotten, I got a text from uh, Alex. He's one of the people we write with. He He's just like, the big show is all elite. I was like, what? <laughs> I know. I kept seeing everybody talking about it. I was like, that was like the one that shocked me. I was like, okay, Alice is just fucking with me because this is what I do. Uh, and then I saw it, I was like, what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I it's like, Sting, like, I could understand in yeah. a sense. Yeah, but like, the big show's, yeah, yeah, you know, ahead. the big show's been there for like the longest time. And I don't think anybody, at least in that point of his career, like, was expecting him to actually jump ship into AEW. Oh, apparently they just didn't want to pay him, which, I mean, that's oh, that's, yeah. that's for true. I mean, I mean. I mean, which, when you're making record profits, why would you pay your staff? Yeah, it, yeah. when you just release, like, fucking 20 people during the pandemic, <laughs> why would you pay anybody? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and then I guess, I mean, the second biggest news, I mean, obviously, Big Show first, and the second. Cyber, Cyber Fight, they're fucking doing a joint show with, uh, Ganbari, TJPW, DDT, and Noah on the 6th of uh, June, I think. Yeah. That yeah. was something I kind of expected to eventually happen, but I wasn't ready for it. No, it was... I, I thought we'd be getting it, like, probably later towards the year, you know, like, when there's more, like, after I... the Summer Olympics or something like that. But 
I figured we were getting that for Ultimate Party because DDT already did like a bunch of fucking companies together for Ultimate Party yeah. before the pandemic. I figured that was just going to be that, but they just went ahead and did it all, which I mean, it's it's also cool that Gonberry's involved because I mean, they've done some good stuff over the past year. I mean, glad they're involved. All right, now now they just better give me Miyu Mashita versus Katsuko Nakajima and then Maki Ito <laughs> versus uh, Go Shiozaki and then we're fine. Yeah, that, I mean, that's all you want to see, really. But, I mean, it's like, Venny, she's been having arguably my favourite matches of hers, like, in Gambara, so... Yeah, which I think, I, mean, it, I think it'd be a little bit weird if they didn't include that company in the whole Cyber Fight Festival. Well, I mean, they're part of Cyber Fight, so, I mean, of course they were going to be a part, but it's still, like, weird because nobody talks about them. Mm. Like, which is a shame, because... Which I think the idea of Gonberry is fantastic that uh, Shantiro Takagi just gave Ken Oka all this money and was like, go start an indie fed. <laughs> I think that rules. <laughs> Shit, if I, get a, if I get a wrestling company, that's how we're going to start. I'm like, yeah, I just got a loan and, you know, this is what we got. Let's try to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So, also in Noah, uh, we got four title matches confirmed. Or might be five. I don't know. I have to. Well, now five because they just announced one like. On the show I said we're not going to watch, that's when they announced it. That's Okay, that's what I get. That's usually how it works. I'm sorry, (laughs) knows how. I'll watch your fucking product. Leave me alone. All right? (laughs) So, uh, for the national title, Kendo is facing Kendo Cashin, and this is the greatest wrestling feud of all time. Kendo Cashin just keeps showing up to Noah shows in random bad disguises and attacking Kendo and just keeps changing his name each time. Like, the first time he attacked, he said, my name's Sagira. And he walked away. And then next time, he's like, I'm Sakuraba. Can't you see the shirt? I... And then <laughs> and Noah's just slowly and slowly getting more pissed with him. Oh, this is fantastic. I just thought I was already happy for this match because Kano's just been going on a streak of, I'm going to fight all the MMA guys, and that's just what we're going to do. But this just makes me even more excited because... I just love when Kano's angry because everything makes him angry. He thinks the world is out to get him. He hates Cyber Fight, hates Shanshiro Takagi. It's, it's, it's great. <laughs> I love Kano. And then uh, the heavyweight title. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way because i probably not going to watch it. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm probably not going to watch it. Uh, Keiji Muto defending against Kaito Kiyomiya. Uh, everybody said this is the reason why Go dropped it to Muto is to get it to Kiyomiya. Which, if he loses, I'm going to laugh. I'm, I'm going to be sad, but I'm going to laugh because, like, everybody's like, oh, they're just doing it so they can get it back on Kiyomiya. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever, I guess. Which, I mean... I mean yeah, go ahead, go ahead. How, how long does wanna, do they want to keep going with Muta, honestly? Cause... He's 58. He signed a two-year contract. That's crazy. That, And it's funny because this man was just like, yeah, I kind of only want to defend, like, Two, two times a year if that's fine with y'all I'm like no that's not fine with me shut up <laughs> Muto <laughs> I, I mean the guy's like he's the same age as my dad uh, he uh, can barely walk <laughs> yeah I think it's sad that like the ref has to be by the uh what you want to call it the stairs so he can hold onto his shoulder while he walks up the stairs like I, I mean I think that's when you know you should probably hang up your coat and stop <laughs> wrestling is if you can't even get into the ring anymore <laughs> In my mind, I'd like to think Go Shiozaki smacking his hand away at Budokan was a shoot, and he was legit angry. That's just... I mean, it won't surprise me, but... <laughs> In my head, that's what we're going to go with, and hopefully that's that's the true case. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to happen. 
Muto retaining honestly wouldn't shock me. It would just make me very, very happy. Just to make it make a point, just be like, hey, y'all liars. <laughs> Which, I mean, I'm if you don't kill me, you're just getting it right back because right before Go, he was the champ. So, I mean, I kind of want other people to just go ahead and hold the title before going back to him. Because, I mean, there's other stuff he can do right now. Okay. And then uh, let's see, we got the national heavyweight, junior heavyweight. Uh, we got Seki Yoshioka making his first defense against uh, Atsushi Katoge. And I guess you kind of know the story because, I mean, well, when did you like jump into Noah? Was it during N one or was it like start of pandemic? Like, well, when? when... Uh, I think it was during the N one. Okay, it was. During That's the when I was like seriously like, okay, I'm gonna watch every show and I'm gonna hopefully remember everybody that's at least in it. Okay, so you barely missed the story on this just by a little bit, which I mean, mm. fine. So it's not a really lot because it like is very very recent. It was just like over the summer. Uh, so. Katoge was originally in Stinger at the time. It was just him, Kotaro Suzuki, and Yoshinari Ogawa. And, you know, Noah always has juniors turn on people. So, anyway. So, Ogawa convinced Hayata to turn on Rattles and Yohei to come join him in Stinger. And then Suzuki and uh, Katoge had a tag match against, uh, I think it was Yoshioka and Ohara. Because they were in the Sagira army. Because uh, Yoshioka was in Russell 1 and, like, they shut down for whatever reason. I don't know. Like, I'm sure Russell 1 people can elaborate on that, but I don't know. I didn't really watch it like that. And uh, he got brought to Noah, and he joined the Sagir Army uh, because, I mean, everybody joins the Sagir Army. Let's, like, we can, my mom's probably in the Sagir Army, and I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, Nosawa just goes, I'm going to hire all my friends and put them in the same faction. And, you know, that kind of rules. I'm fine with that. So, uh, basically, during that tag match, like, uh, Katoge and Suzuki won, and then Katoge just laid out Suzuki and was just like, hey, why'd y'all bring in Hayata and not even inform me? Like, I don't appreciate that. So, he asked uh, Ohara and uh, Yoshioka, like, hey, can I join the Sagir army? And then Nosawa came out, and he was like, no, we don't want you. And then, so Yoshioka just beat the shit out of him, and I was like, whoa, what? (laughs) And Ohara was trying to keep peace. He was like... And they were just like, hey, are you going to come with us or are you going to stay there? And it was like, I, I mean, I, he said, I really like teaming up with Seki. So, I mean, I'll come join. And we'll, and like, that's how Full Throttle started. And basically, Yoshioka and Katoge just argued every show over who the leader was. Like, Ohara couldn't care less. Like, he was just like, hey, can we just, like, get along? Like, these two were just like, I'm the leader, I'm the leader, I'm the leader. Like, they were just going at it. So, basically, they had, like, their three-way at this empty arena show. And uh, Katoge won the leadership. And then, uh, basically, it was a rough year for Daisuke Harada. Uh, first, Hayata turned on Rattles. That ended Rattles. And then Tadasuke turned on Yohei when it was just those three riding together. And then, finally, Yohei turned on him. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> Yohei was like, I'm tired of getting turned on. So, let me go ahead and do it to Daisuke right quick. So, I was like, okay, makes sense. So, Stinger jumped him. Katoge made the save because... Daisuke and uh, Katoge, they were a tag team during, like, their beginning years of wrestling in Osaka Pro, and they came to NOAA together. They've been a junior heavyweight tag team for God knows how long, and they ended up splitting when Katoge decided he wanted to go to the heavyweight division, and that kind of made Harada mad and made him even more mad when he decided to return to the junior heavyweight division, and Harada tried to kill him, like, every show. So, basically, uh, and then, like, a big junior brawl broke out, and, like, uh, they shook hands, they reformed, and then Yoshioka and Ohara. This is, like, one of the very few times I've seen Ohara get mad because, like, he's, like, the nicest human being alive, and they just started beating the fuck out of them. 
And then Yo Harry came came down and also joined him, and then that's how we got the new incarnation of Full Throttle. So basically, uh, no love lost between Katoge and Yoshioka. So Yoshioka, of course, he won the junior title. Katoge challenge was like, hey, I'm next. So that's where they headed with that. The GAC Junior Tag titles just got announced. Uh, so basically, Stinger, I don't know what made Harada and Katoge think they could challenge for the titles because, like, they had a six-man against Stinger with Kenyo Okada on their team, and they just lost. I was like, okay, this is kind of weird y'all trying to challenge for the titles after y'all just lost, but okay. And then uh, Junta Miyawaki came out, and he basically cleared the house. And, I mean, he missed Budokan because he had to have emergency surgery, and basically he's been injury-prone since, like, he started his career, basically. And he was just like, because uh, Katoge was like, hey, yeah, me and Harada will challenge. But uh, Junta was like, no, let me challenge. Let me challenge. And Harada was like, uh, you focus on singles. Me and Junta will go get the junior tags, which is Junta's first title shot. I was pleasantly surprised by that. I didn't know that. Uh, and then, of course, the tag titles that uh, should have been on Budokan, but wasn't for I don't know why. Uh, Masakita Mia and Katsuhiko Nakajima. Versus Sakuraba and Sagira. This one you pretty much know because, I mean, they just started it not too long ago. Long ago, Because Masakita Mia decided he was just going to headbutt everybody and make himself bleed. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, did you see uh, the Nakajima tweet that he put out, which I thought was interesting? He was just like, hey, me and Kitamiya aren't Congo. We are the gr- the aggression, which was their tactic. Yeah, sold out. I was just like, yo, okay. I was like, God, Kano's going to get turned on so bad. He just doesn't even know. Just wait till he drops that title. <laughs> I mean, he's been kind of like in it for himself anyway. Yeah, Nakajima, I mean, he, he's that kid who sits in the back of the classroom who just unsips his backpack and has everybody staring. So, I mean, <laughs> he's kind of, I mean, but uh, the first step for him was probably just to get Masa back on the side because, I mean, they, both were trained at a diamond ring, Kensuke Sasaki, and they're practically Kensuke and Akira Hoto's children, and basically, they're like big brother, little brother, but they've, like, hated each other, because Nakajima shocker turned on Kitamiya. Like, it just seems like Nakajima turns on everybody, so it doesn't even matter anymore. So, yeah, they're challenging. I I want to say they're winning, but honestly, I don't know, because the old dads are not having a terrible reign even though it wasn't supposed to happen at all. <laughs> uh, mm. So the tag titles, uh, basically, they were on Rene Dupree and El Hio de Dr. Wagner Jr., and uh, they were also in the Segura Army. Uh, but funny thing, as soon as they won the titles, Wagner got sent back to Mexico, couldn't come back. <laughs> Dupree was by himself, and then eventually his visa ran out, and he had to go back. So, yeah, yeah. So they're like, yeah, we need the crown. And that's how uh, Axis split up because they had the uh, whole uh, Sakuraba-Sugira match with uh, Axis. And then after the match, they split or whatever. And I think that's hilarious. They were just like, yeah, we're going to put the tag titles on them. And then they just both go home and they can't come back. (laughs) Oh, Lord. So, yeah, I don't know uh, what's going on there. So now that we got that out the way, I guess we'll just go ahead and knock out Dragon Gate right quick. Because, I mean, there's not much to talk about in Dragon Gate. Uh, basically, what I've talked about already is, like, already the ongoing stuff with Shun and Kaito Ishida, uh, because they're gonna be having a Dream Gate title match at, uh, Champion Gate in Osaka. Same thing with the Twin Gate. I've kind of touched on that with, uh, BB Hulk and Kai versus Takashi Yoshida and Mochizuki Masaki. Basically, the story there is Yoshida was in R.E.D., 
RED has been three different factions already. Like, it's crazy that they're still around because in Dragon Gate, we always get new factions like every other week or so. But RED has been three different factions. It's been Versec, which was probably the best hill faction. Antius, which kind of sucked, to be honest. Everybody was like, yeah, this faction sucks. So when they rebranded to RED and Ida took over leadership, that's when Shingo was like, yeah, I'm not joining y'all this time. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go hang out with my best friend in New Japan so y'all can like do whatever y'all want here. And basically, uh, Yoshida, he, he was around for all three of those eras. So when they brought in SB Kenso, who's like a super rookie, uh, before he joined, him and Yoshida already were bumping heads when he was like young, young boy status. Like, Yoshida hated him. Don't know why. Just hated him. And then they ended up holding the triangle gate along with Kazuma Sakamoto. And then they dropped to natural vibes. And that's when Yoshida was like, hey, let's kick SB Kenso out of RED. And then RED looked at him and said, how about we beat the fucking brakes off you? How about that? <laughs> so they just beat him down in the middle of the ring. And uh, basically he got booted and he was just like, man, I need somebody to teach me pro wrestling. And everybody laughed because he's like this big monster heel begging for somebody to teach him pro wrestling. <laughs> he was just like, oh, Mochizuki Senpai, Mochizuki Senpai. And then, well, first he called out for a Senpai. And they were like, who the hell is this dude talking about? And then he's like, Mochizuki Senpai. And the Mochizuki was like, Yoshida, what do you want? And then Yoshida was like, well, you probably saw what happened. And then <laughs> Mochizuki was like, actually, I didn't watch the match. So what happened? <laughs> and so the thing with Mochizuki and Yoshida is Yoshida has done this like two or three other times with Mochizuki. And he turned on him each time. So. This is kind of like the, hey, is he going to turn on them or are they actually going to do something? And which... Uh, it sounds like they'll just keep going with it. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, dude. Okay, it just would not surprise me. But uh, honestly, this might stick around because uh, Kai and BB Hulk haven't really had any true threats to the Twin Gate belts since they won it. Because uh, when they won it at Kobe World, which is like basically the big, big show of the year... Um, it was supposed to be Jason Lee and Kota Minora defending the titles, but um, Jason had a high fever, and anytime somebody has a high fever, they just take them off the show now, just for precautionary measures. Uh, so Yamato stepped in because BB Hulk and Kai both turned on Yamato in like a span of three months, because Yamato's like a terrible leader, just saying. Uh, and uh, basically, they won the titles, and then after that, they faced KZ and Yamato, and KZ, now he's got his faction back, but at the time, he was just like the big match pin eater for Yamato in a Dragon Gate generation, so they, like, that was easy, and then they beat Don Fuji and Mochizuki, so, I mean, they didn't really have any true challenges. This, as you saw on the show, is probably, like, their first true, true challenge, because on the 23rd show, that big six-man with uh, Hiyo, Kai, Hulk versus Mochizuki, Yoshida, and uh, Keisuke Okuda, that was just... It was just chaos already, but Mochizuki got the pin, so that's kind of like their first actual, like, hey, we kind of can beat y'all type of deal in this feud. So there's that. Uh, But the ongoing storyline for these two shows, which we should probably focus on outside of uh, Hiyo versus Keisuke Okuda, finally being made uh, official for the Brave Gate. With Hiyo and Okuda, their feud has been kind of going on since Okuda left DDT and came to Dragon Gate. Uh, Okuda, he was in DDT, but he didn't feel like his wrestling career was going to get anywhere. And, I mean, for the most part, DDT wasn't what it is now, what we know it as. It's like this promotion that are going to make global strides, so it made sense. 
uh, and he's like childhood friends with Ben K. So uh, Ben K was like, "Hey, come to Dragon Gate." So he came to Dragon Gate, and uh, he joined Mochizuki Dojo, which was basically all the young guys being taught by Masaki Mochizuki. And uh, Hio was also in Mochizuki Dojo, and he just like hated Okuda, like because all the attention he was getting, and like Okuda got his like on the same night, Okuda got a big win over Ishida by choking him out. Uh, Hio lost a, a Triangle Gate title match, so like he was slowly starting to surpass him. So Hio was like, okay, I'm done with this. And, like, he goes and joins R.E.D. And then their story kind of, like, halted. They had, like, tag matches where, like, Keisuke Okuda would try to kill Hio for some reason. But, like, other than that, it was, like, halted until this year because Hio actually started getting some big wins and he finally put himself in contention for a title match. So there's that. Now, for these two shows that we watched, uh, it was a Triangle Gate tournament match and I... God damn these tournaments. Oh, Lord, I'm, I'm fucking done. If they have any more tournaments out of this week, I'm going to drown my sorrows. So, uh, Natural Vibes, they won the Triangle Gate titles, and then they didn't have any challengers emerge for uh, Champion Gate. They ended up just having, like, a dance audition to get the last two members, which was Kame and UT. And so, basically, nobody stepped up. And then it was announced it was going to be uh, a four-team tournament with uh, Masquerade, uh, Jason Lee, Kota Minora, and La Estrella. Uh, Team Boku, Bokdomo Dragon, the greatest wrestler of all time, Ryo Saito, Punch Tomonaga, and then R.E.D., Hip Hop Kikuda, Dai Inferno, Diamante, and the makeshift team of Yosuke Santa Maria, Kagatoa, and Suji Kondo, which I'm very upset didn't win. I'm going to go ahead and get my bias out there now. Probably could have <laughs> won. But uh, first first night, uh, it was Dai Inferno, Diamante, Kikuda, the R.E.D. team. We're going to talk about uh, Rika Tetsumi later, but I want to get it out right now. Please do hip attacks like Hip Hop Kikuda, where he tries to murder you with his ass for some reason. Do hip attacks like that, and I'm all on board. Like nobody does. Like whenever they do hip attacks, it's just like whatever. If you do it like that, I enjoy it. Other than that, <laughs> don't do them. I don't like them. Uh, I mean, I don't like hip attacks anyway. I don't. I don't think they. Dude, I think hip attacks rule. <laughs> that it's like I got a big butt, <laughs> so I'm gonna fucking use it as a weapon. Well, yeah. I mean, if they... but, I mean, I don't know. They look too ridiculous, which is which is saying something for wrestling. But... <laughs> I mean, I'm, there's a lot of things ridiculous in wrestling. I think we can suspend some belief here. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Anyway, so it was uh, the Red team versus the Masquerade team, and uh, basically, Masquerade does this big elaborate entrance as you saw, and then like Red just jumps them. I. Yeah, I noticed that. I wouldn't, I'm not going to lie, I was, like, a big fan of Masquerade. Like, this was the first time I've ever watched Dragon Gate yeah, properly. Yeah. Their entrance alone, I was just like, wow. Yeah. Like, you, you just immediately want to know what they're doing. I mean, it didn't end well for them, but... Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I was getting at. So, okay, first, I enjoyed the match. Thought it was, it did what it needed to do. Like, these are just first-round matches. They don't need to be anything special, but it did what it needed to do. I did not expect this R.E.D. team to win. And here's why. Because Jason Lee and Kota were the last Twin Gate champions. So they seemed like... It seemed like the Masquerade were going to win. Because like they've been getting a strong push ever since they formed. And La Estrella is like a rookie sensation. So, And he hasn't really been pinned yet, not that, to my knowledge. So it seemed like they would win. And this like R.E.D. team is a weird team. Like Diamante, he's probably like Ultimo Dragon's favorite Gaijin that they have so i mean he's always going to be a factor in like 
triangle gate and twin gate stuff and all that. But like Kakuda, since he joined RED, all he did was really like take part in the unit must disband match. He hasn't really done anything. He's like eight pins. Like, but they use this tournament as like to build around him and make him, hey, this is our guy. This is one of our guys. And then Daya Inferno's whole purpose was to take out Dragon Daya, and Dragon Daya ended up getting hurt. So, like, he's just been kind of just there. So, them winning just shocked me. So, I'll say that. But they moved on. Main event Team Boku, Kondo, Kakatora, Maria. Also, another match surprised the hell out of me. Don't. First of all, what do you think about what do you think about Bokdemo Dragon? What do you think about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about my man over here? I mean, it didn't do it for me personally. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Which uh, today <laughs> he got DQ'd, so I think we're slowly starting to get rid of Bokdemo Dragon, and he's gonna eventually go back to Big R Shimizu and start fucking shit up. So I think that might be over, but basically. He was just having fun for the first part of the year, but I think now now they're about to start turning him up. But yeah, uh, this match it was fun. It was a fun little main event. I'll, I really like Kakatoa Maria and Kondo as a trio. Did not expect them to lose. Mm. Did not expect them to lose at all, especially with Punch getting the win because Punch is practically a comedy wrestler and he got jobbed out to Case Okuda like three times in like five seconds over the past few months. <laughs> so. <laughs> I didn't expect them to win, but they did. So, like, I was already, like, not – I was not very excited for the tournament finals, but, you know, tournament finals were fun. Uh, it was uh, Team Boku versus R.E.D. R.E.D. won, and they basically used this whole tournament just to, like, heat up Hip Hop Kakuda as, like, this monster, which, I mean, it's fine. And, I mean, it seems to give natural vibes a very easy first offense. No, no offense to the R.E.D. Mm. team, but they're not, like, as proven as Yankee, KZ, and – Susumu, so like it just seems like a very easy like hey let's get defense in here set up for something big later down the line okay so i guess we should talk about uh the only on youtube you'll only see it on youtube japanese side of the aew women's title <laughs> tournament only on youtube not on dynamite bleacher report not not even which dog which <laughs> pbs kids not on dynamite okay I just want to okay, okay. We we can't like review AEW on a weekly basis because it would just be me asking where the woman's champion is. But well, yeah, there was that. Yeah, but I don't know how they expect anybody to believe that the winner of the Japanese side of the bracket is going to win this tournament because. They're already unfamiliar with the people in the Japanese field. But it being on YouTube and not on a global audience, you can say, like, whatever you want about the quality, but they once did a Dynamite in, like, QT Marshall's gym filmed on a potato. So, I mean, I think they could have been fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, even if they were going to, like, keep going, you know, when they started the tournament with... Uh, they did, like, one match. They easily could have just phoned it in, added the clip of, like, another match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, you know, having the whole tournament on Which, I mean, they did, YouTube. like, uh, highlight videos, but, I mean, that doesn't really tell you much about anybody involved. Mm. I mean, uh, but, I mean, nevertheless, the tournament happened. First round, 
which I'm be honest, like <laughs> outside of like the matches that have been on Dynamite, I don't think I've watched the U.S. side of the bracket. <laughs> oh no, I haven't. Okay, so okay, we're good on the same page. I was watching the Japanese match, and I was like, uh, should I watch the U.S. matches? I- I'm just not going to, and assume she didn't. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But uh, first round uh, started off with Yuka Sakazaki versus Mei Saruga. Uh, kinda, I mean. I expected more, but for an opening match, I think it was fine. Did what it needed. I mean, I think it was just like a typical... I mean, I don't want to say typical, but it was like standard what you get from like both the women. Yeah. I mean, I follow, you know, Tokyo Joshi quite often, and I, th- I think that's just like what Yuka does. I mean, maybe she's just that good. Yeah. But like, her match with May, like, you're going to see her do that on any Tokyo Joshi Pro show so it won't like to me the most spectacular match at least in the first round, no it so. wasn't the most spectacular match it just as an opening match it was probably the best match they could have went with uh mm. so anyway yuka gets the win i mean i think we kind of expected that i felt i felt like we knew if you didn't work for aw in the past you weren't advancing <laughs> yeah i mean as much as like I wanted, oh you know, oh. Vanny to win. And... Oh, my God. I can't wait till we talk about Makinito. But first, we'll talk about Indy Sakura <laughs> and Vanny. First, we'll talk about them. Um, They had a very, very, very good match, okay? Kura, okay. I mean, out of the first round, understatement. <laughs> out of the first round, probably my favorite match. Second round, that's when things get interesting. But first round, definitely my favorite match. They let them do their shit. And you heard about Emi Sakura's, like, gimmick that she's got going on, right? Yeah. Yeah, where she's basically, like, trying to win the women's title as, like, a fuck you to the Americans and just, like... I mean, if she wants to win the title and take it away to Japan and we'll never see it again, that's fine because we don't see it as it is, so... (laughs) (laughs) Hikaru Shida might as well be in Japan as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Shida should just defend it and Gato move. (laughs) If we ever want this title to be shown, might as well defend it somewhere else. But yeah, uh, I didn't expect Emmy to win, but more more than that, I didn't expect her to come in as the big heel of the tournament. But she did, and she did it very, very well. Hmm. I, I mean, she, she I mean, she's good anyway. Yeah, yeah, but maybe it's because people were just like, "Oh, we don't like this Freddie Mercury shit." But but like, uh, she came out. With, without any of that, came out with a robe, a crown, and she just did her shit, and like it was good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I put personally, I put the match on my match of the year list. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I thought it was, I thought it was that good. Yeah. Usually, I wouldn't like count, you know, AEW, NXT. Yeah, yeah. Strictly when I'm talking about Joshi matches, but it was just that good that I had to make an exception for it. I'll make an exception for it because Hikaru Shida said, I don't want any of your help with the tournament. I'm going to do this myself. And I was like, God, you're so smart. Anyway. I mean, Hikaru needs to get an award for just doing that alone. Dude, I this think is like she certainly last, has a future booking. This is like her last <laughs> wrestling contract. Whenever like she gets ready to retire, they should just let her book the women's division because that's the only hope I mm. have for this company. <laughs> She needs to book it now, let alone like when she's retired. I, I, I don't yeah. want to wait that long. <laughs> I think yes, I think she should book it and just be like, "I'll be champ forever." I like that idea. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I hope they bring Vinny in for more shots because I mean, like this. I mean, I think when the you know, hopefully when the pandemic's over and everything's a bit more sorted out, I can definitely see her coming back and 
hopefully not being delegated to AEW Dark. But... <laughs> shit, what do you mean? You don't want to see her face the the uh, shit. Who's on Dark? You don't see her face. Uh, Serpent Pico uh, on a AEW Dark <laughs> or Chaos <laughs> Dark. I don't know. All right. So yeah, very good match. Emi Sakura advance. Well, that match was a toss-up. I kind of expected Vinny to win because she was a freelancer, but, I mean, I wasn't shocked mm. anyone. Uh, so, the next match, I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Maki Ito <laughs> versus Ryo Mizunami. Pitbull supremacy on the line. All right. Okay. Explain. Beth, I want you to explain. Okay. A per- Maki Ito's gimmick is she's a big fucking loser, okay? Yeah. Pretty what? much. And I... I can tell that everybody only knows her from her tweets because she's a big fucking loser and you expect her to win a big tournament match against a freelancer with no commitments who didn't retire because she wants to get back to AEW. What logic do you have to have to believe that Maki Ito was winning here? I mean... I think people just want to believe that the fan favorite's always going to go over. Yeah, no, that's not happen. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I absolutely, I love my. Oh, video. I do too. She's finally hitting her stride as a wrestler, and that is good. Oh yeah, she. I feel like she could definitely pick up like a most improved award because like the matches I've seen of her, at least for twenty twenty one, have been excellent. Yeah. Like especially for her. Oh yeah. And especially for Tokyo Joshi yeah, Pro. She's, she's doing the damn thing. I mean, I I'm not gonna let. AEW fans ruined Maki Ito for me because she's been one of the true cases of starting from the bottom and improving each and every time. So, yeah. Mm. What, which, me making fun of that alone, uh, match was still very, very good. Both women oh, did yeah, their thing. Great. Which, I didn't know what to expect from this match. It was a weird dynamic. I was like, I, mm, I don't know how this is going to turn out. It could be very good, decent, or very bad. Like, I didn't think there was going to be a, like, oh, this was passable. No, it was either going to be decent, very good, very bad. And yeah, I mean, it kind of surprised me in a sense because, like, I, wasn't looking I was it. expecting a little bit of comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think Makito does a really good job of, like, actually being a serious wrestler. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Rio had her, she was, like, like you know, she likes to have fun, but she, she was serious for this. She was, like, taking those very, very... Mm legit and like what it was i enjoyed it i'm glad rio advanced uh shit i wanted to go all the way realistically uh will it happen don't know don't know uh for something we'll get into in obvious reasons uh the main event the first show i'm not shocked it was the main event but i'm also shocked it was the main event uh oh same i was expecting that actually to be the opener i was expecting because I thought they was going to put Yuka and May last. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I thought it was going to be Yuka and May or Maki Ito last. Mm. So, Rin Katakura versus Aja Kong, who... Aja Kong, I don't know how, can't walk, moves at like one mile per hour, still putting on bangers. I don't know what to say. Aja Kong. Shit, I mean, I, I was going to say she's like the, the Joshi Muta. No, but... I enjoy her matches. I don't know what you mean. I want to see her wrestle more singles. <laughs> She's smart. I mean, this is arguably, I think Aja's having a great run, and it's like, for the first time in about, what, 10 years, I'm actually really enjoying Aja's work. Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen, like, I mean, I wasn't crazy about it, but I think, like, this year, like, alone, just from what I've seen, 
I've enjoyed her and stuff. I'm glad she's out here doing the damn thing. I mean, what she's like. I mean, she's taking bumps for a start. Yeah, she's taking bumps. That's crazy <laughs> to me that Asha Kong is out here taking bumps and working, doing. No, what shocked me, what we'll get into in a minute, but she's taking bumps. That's crazy, first of all. But not only that, she let Ren shine here. She didn't. I mean, she dominated the match, but that's like Aja Kong's aura. It's like she's a monster. But she let like mm-hmm. Ren get that big comeback, and like I was like, oh shit, is Aja actually gonna lose? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, I must admit, like watching Aja, like her more recent stuff, you can tell when she likes wrestling someone because she will let them just get their shit in. I think that's a respect. Do thing. what they have to do. Like you gotta earn that. Mm. You gotta impress her. She, yeah, she likes mean, if you can impress Aza Kong. She likes the landscape of Joshi that. for sure, but like there's only like people like you gotta earn her respect. That's like just... she's been doing it too long to be like jobbing out yeah. people. She's mm. yeah, she's still a legend and she's still putting out good stuff. Like there's no reason for her to just be like, Hey, I'll bump for anybody. Uh nevertheless, uh Aza Kong does get the win. Uh not shocked once again. <laughs> I mean she was like their first big women's announcement. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they announced Britt Baker first, but like big announcement, that was Aja Kong. They were just like, yeah, bring yeah. in Aja Kong. Like, why? <laughs> How? How the fuck did y'all do this? <laughs> All right. So uh, the second round, uh, second round was even better than the first round. I'm going to be honest. That was, uh, I was, I really enjoyed the second round. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed um, Yuka and Emmy's match. Oh, yeah. Gonna lie. It was... That, was, that was probably my favorite like, of the second second. Oh, round. yeah. I was just about to say the same thing. Uh, Yuka and Emmy were like, Emmy was already showing signs as a heel, but she was still a face because Asuka's the mean girl or Vinny's the mean girl. Uh, but she turned it all the way on here. Like, she had a May and a. Fuck. Who, who else? Was hey. he? You yeah, Mizumori. Yeah, I was. It wasn't she. It was somebody else. Anyway, uh, they were like being little shits on the outside, and like she was just being a sadistic heel here, and it was good. Like Yuka has like spots in Tokyo Joshi where she'll just be a dickhead, and we'll talk about that in a second. But because uh, I mean, they do. It, she does it in this first round of this damn tournament. <laughs> I don't like it. But uh, no, she was like full on face here, and that was probably the best route they could go. I think they should just. They should just run with Emmy as a heel going forward, at least for AEW. I mean, sh- mm. definitely my favorite match of the tournament. Emmy was like, Emmy and Rio were like neck and neck, like tournament MVPs for me. Like, there was just like nothing yeah, I, I haven't that. enjoyed from them. And uh, yeah, and not only that, they made Emmy strong. Like, they didn't have you could like straight up beat her. Like, she just like barely pulled it out. Yeah, I mean, because like, when I was watching the match, I, I genuinely thought that Emmy was going to get the win because I was like, well, you know, Yuka's doing Tokyo Joshi and Emmy's kind of a bit more flexible. Well, I mean, schedule, AEW so I can like, buy a TGPW you know, contract. With him, I don't know so... what you mean. Cyber <laughs> fight's fucking broke. AEW Ichiban. Uh, don't mess with Tony Khan and his TNT AEW <laughs> Ichiban. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, but I thought uh, Emmy was going to win. Um, she didn't, which I mean, fine with. Uh, Yuka advancing makes sense. Uh, because, I mean, oh, I don't know. Maybe Emmy probably should have uh, advanced just for who does advance here in a second. Because, I mean, I don't know. There's not a face heel dynamic for the finals for the Japanese side. 
but yeah, Yuka gets the win, mm. and then uh, the Gato Move Gang just beats the shit out of uh, Yuka after the match, and Sheeta makes the save and heals. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "Sheeta the heels." Walking in heels is difficult, so I will give it <laughs> to Hikaru for okay. running in heels and then proceeding to. When I was younger, off. I used to just wear my mom's heels to go check the mail. So like. They're hard to walk in. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I mean, I think someone's, like, made questionable shoe choices in the last yeah, bit. dog. She came in. I was like, bro, she, she could probably wrestle a match in here. That's true, you told. <laughs> <laughs> like, after seeing uh, Andras Miyagi running in heels, I think anything's possible oh, at this true. point. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, so, they let Aja Kong. This probably should have made an event the whole show, and it didn't. But, I mean, Aja Kong versus Ryo Mizunami. Aja Kong was fucking grappling. What? Asha Kong was doing the best work of her career Dude, in that match. Was... Asha Kong is the second coming of Zack Sabre Jr. Did you see? Dude, her and Rio started doing technical <laughs> grappling spots. I was like, what? Am I... I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> I expected bell ring, shoulder block battle, shoulder block battle. But no, they fucking do uh, working spots. And I'm like, what? You know what, I think that was like probably the best outcome as well, because like you're expecting yeah, yeah, like yeah. some massive hot fight. Think, and oh, then they just what start I think they did great was technical. instead of going for Aja Kong dominating, they let Rio dominate. They let her get the upper hand and go at it and like control the match, which is totally opposite of what they did in the first round. I feel like if you watched the first round, oh. you were just like, Oh, Aja Kong probably controlled the whole match and then something happened, but no. They went the opposite, which was smart. And it was I mean, I think it, it does show like a good progression of like Aja Kong, you know, absolutely destroying Rio. Yeah, 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 yeah. To you know, kind of meeting her match with Rio. She made Rio like a star here, especially just because she allowed her to do all that. Like, made Rio big deal. Like, just how. Mm-hmm. Many... I mean, that's why I, I could see her going to the final just based off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting the nod from yeah, Aja Kong. I need Kong. Tony Kong to buy uh, that Pitbull song so we can get Rio on dynamite with it but yeah. yeah but yeah so yeah asha kong's best technical wrestler in the world and like her and rio just grapple or whatever and then uh rio controls it she works on asha kong's like knees that probably don't exist uh and then they like i okay so the finish is what i didn't know what was gonna happen because like i didn't think asha kong was losing clean but I didn't think Rio was losing. No, I'm I'm not gonna lie. They played played that like really, oh, yeah. really well. Like Aja Kong died from that apron like drop. I think that was perfect. So yeah, so the finals that you're not gonna see on Dynamite is definitely not gonna be on Dynamite because it's gonna be on a big Bleacher Report show. Well, at least it's not. Which, unless you have a VPN, you will not be able to watch it in the UK. Hey, hey, hey. we're gonna find a way to watch. I promise you. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you how we're gonna watch it. But I mean. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming they're gonna upload hey, it to hey, we YouTube. We got some sources but... out here that we can, uh, you know, some some very very legal streaming services we can hit up. All right. Yeah. I was gonna say your uh, connection. Oh yeah, me, calm, me and but... TK, you know, my best friend in the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and they're also doing Thunder Rosa versus Riho on that show, which is crazy because Riho's the biggest draw on AEW Dynamite, but they put on Bleacher Report. Yeah. Which I mean, it's fine. I mean, I know like. The women have been, this is what I don't understand, you know, I'm not booking Dynamite, so it doesn't matter to me, but when the women's matches are the most viewed segment of the entire show, and you're 
first thought is like, I know, let's put this for free on the internet. Yeah, yeah, that. What happened to the demo? Yeah, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. It's whatever. But I mean, at least we get to see that show, and we don't have to sit through Dynamite. That's fine. Fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Yuka versus Rio. The reason I'm surprised Amy didn't advance because if Rio's winning, it'd have been cool for her to have a heel to overcome. But you know, hey, I'm fine with whatever. It should be a good match. I don't even know about the American side. I'll I'll watch the finals probably, but I mean, shit, I don't know. So I guess I don't even know when it's. I know. But... Okay, Nyla eliminated Britt Baker, so that like. One of my problems gone, but you know, so I don't know. Well, I know what the final is going to be, but I'm not going to fucking expose it for the people. I already told you uh, who's advancing to the finals on the U.S. side, which I mean is an interesting choice, I guess. I mean, I hope she doesn't win because <laughs> uh, in that case, we just brought out a Japanese talent just to get fucking dumped on dynamite. And uh, stranger things have happened in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... That is true. I mean, there's worse things that have happened, but you know, it's whatever. Uh. So I guess that brings us to the TJPW tournament, and uh, I'll let you take control here, since I mean you probably have the matches and shit. Mm. Yeah, I've yeah, got all yeah, the yeah. matches. Okay, I have notes which... for the first show, and I'll just let you know what they are. All right, go ahead. <laughs> right, so Tokyo Dish Pro they got the big Max Hart tag tournament. I do not know what the prize is. Okay. I'm assuming yeah, it's a that's tag what title I was match. I was like. <laughs> I was like, is are they gonna get a tag? I don't think they officially announced it, but no, they get a tag. Okay, it's a tag tournament, but uh, the winners get a number one contenders match to face Kamiya, actually. So, uh, no, I'm oh, kidding. Okay. I don't... Yeah, that that <laughs> TJPW. That <laughs> no, the but... winner just gets a they just get a big teddy bear, actually. <laughs> yeah, but continue. Go ahead. First night. Right, first night. I'm not a fan of. Tag matches in general. I'm just gonna throw that out. I like tag matches. But you know what? I actually I quite enjoyed this tournament. I can't oh, lie I to you. Too. So there was some where I was just like first round match. There was, there was some matches where I was just like they did what they needed to do, but there was some I really enjoyed. Could go, go on. Yeah, which was pretty much every first round match. But first round we had uh, Mio Watanabe from Up Up Girls and Rika Tatsumi is the Princess Princess Champion against Haruna Neko and Pam Harajuku. You already knew the result. Yeah, of this, which... I, I was like, oh, I was like, as soon as they came out, I was like, oh, this is a cat who they face, and I was like, oh shit. There, as soon as I saw Miu come out, Miu, I was like, hey, they got a gang member on the other team. She's in the love game. This is over. <laughs> this is over. She throws up the set. I mean, I really like Karuna Neko, yeah. but... Dude, she throws up the set when she comes out. She emitted gang signs for the word love. I don't know how, <laughs> but... Yeah. Okay. I'm very... Yeah. Known, known gang member, Mia Watanabe. Yeah. yeah. She... When she did that giant swing on Haruna Neko, she's... I thought she was going to throw her into space. Dude, she's free... Okay, I expected her to just be a wrestler, but she's a fucking power wrestler, and that kind of rules. Like, she's, like, ridiculously yeah. strong compared to the other girls. I'll be honest. Okay. I mean, okay. you know, not to sound like JR, but someone yeah. who's size. <laughs> you know, she's 98 pounds. She right? is an absolute unit. 98 pounds, <laughs> I mean, if you've seen her, her workout videos on the on the net, and she's bench pressing 60 kilograms. Oh, that's crazy. Which I don't know why I don't it's either. in America. <laughs> I'm just like, that's crazy. <laughs> it's a lot. It, it's more than what she weighs, I think. So. It's more than 98 pounds. It's good to know. All right. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be honest. At least in the first round was not impressed by Rika Tatsumi, at least in the first round. 
that okay. I mean, they were they used to be yeah, tag yeah, teams I saw that. together I anyway. Where they lost the tag title match when I was making the video for uh, Bakuretsu Sisters. Yeah. So okay, at least in this match, like that uh, seated spot where she just runs and does like these very very soft ass attacks. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, <laughs> we're we're back on the uh, back on the ass yeah attack. yeah we're back on that. On how how to yeah, and how not okay. to. She seemed like she ran off the ropes, stopped, and then just gently tapped her ass on the opponent's head. And I was like, okay, I guess. Just, <laughs> I enjoyed her more in the second round, but the first round, I was just like, eh, this is the top champ? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, go, what do you think about this match? I thought, it, like I said, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me, I, I, it was all right. I enjoyed it. I like all the girls that are in it. I think, for me personally, I think it went a little oh, bit yeah. too long. Okay, I mean, was, it went for like 10, 11 minutes. Yeah. But... For me, that was a lot of these matches. I felt like sometimes, like, a lot of them just felt like they were super long, even like in real time if they weren't. That's like one of the big problems yeah. with tag matches. They just seem forever. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Is like sometimes I feel like, you know, you see certain spots and you're like, okay, you could have finished yeah, yeah, it yeah. there. But we're going for another couple more minutes, and I'm like, I don't. That's why see I it. like uh, Dragon Gate tag matches because it's lucha rules. So you know, no tags, always chaos. You don't have to these spots where yeah. you just work over your one member of the team forever. Because uh, like you can just come in and break that shit up. It doesn't matter. But yeah, uh, so Rika and me win after Mio. <laughs> Mio pulls out the gat and just starts spraying the whole. No, <laughs> no. Uh, she won uh, with this. I don't know the slam. It, it looked nice. I don't, I don't know what it was, but it, it looked nice. I liked it. They advanced. Didn't they? Uh, didn't Rika and uh, Miu just have a princess of a uh, princess match for the belt? Uh, yeah, that was Rika's. Yeah, yeah. Because I know, like, afterwards she was just like, "Good match." I enjoyed it. Like, let's team in Max Heart, and I was like, "Cool, I guess." Because the person. <laughs> I feel like that's that's just the vibes of Tokyo Joshi Pro. Anyway, it's just like, okay. you know, when we you're gonna defend your title against them and then the next week you're in attack yeah okay them. so uh, let's get this out of the way before we uh review budokan next week uh we okay at least for me i have two very different ways of reviewing tjpw and stardom i'm not expecting tjpw to give me match of the year candidates i'm expecting two from stardom so when they don't no. and it sucks i'm gonna get on the neck like it's two different things like tjpw is just vibes like they're just vibes yeah i mean if i'm having fun watching tjpw which no. 90% of the time, I'm having oh. fun. That's all oh, I you're ask You're going to know when I'm having fun when we get to the match. All right. Now, go on with the next match. <laughs> right, so the uh, next match in the first round was Neo Bishkigun, Mesa Michael, and Saki Summer. Not Mesa Ruba yeah, and yeah. Saki Akai. Let me just put that out there. Two yeah. different people. Defeat Marika Kobashi and Raku. Again, another match where you just knew who was going to win it. The, okay. Which okay. is a shame because I like Marika Kobashi and Raku. Okay, okay. So I guess the story of the match is uh, May was kind of like out of her element because she like she ate the first loss for Neo Bishigun against uh, Makito and Miyu. Mm. So like she was just kind of like iffy about being there. And so like, someone was like, "Come the fuck on, let's win." And but like this whole match was Neo uh, Bishigun just beating the absolute hell out of them. <laughs> like I mean, they got their yeah. spot toward the end, but it was just like pure domination like i think that gives you a good indicator who'll probably win this tournament uh especially oh, yeah. i mean if they don't win it they're definitely gonna uh, be in the final well especially so, if we, sure. once we get to um the second round 
what we'll talk about, but it just seems like so clear to me mm-hmm. now that they're probably going to win, or at least you know get to the final. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm okay yeah, I'm fine with. I, I I think I love. This is probably Neo Bishigun's best incarnation. I mean, the one with Masao was cool because yeah. I mean it added a story to her, which was needed outside of just being a hero. Uh, but like this is probably like just for the how extra they are. I think this is like the perfect incarnation of them. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see this like being can... throughout twenty twenty one probably like the biggest you know moment for TJPW is having Neo Bishigun like dominating everything. I could see them being tag champs, but I also could see them controlling both of the big belts. Both of the singles. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely think Saki Sama is going to get a, probably a Princess Princess title oh, match. Yeah, yeah. Depends if we get the big match uh, between Saki Sama and Saki Akai at Cyber Fight Shit, Festival. I hope. <laughs> I, I hope it's Saki Akai <laughs> and Yukio Sakaguchi versus Yukio Saint Laurent and Saki Sama. That's my hope. Yeah, I mean, that that would be the yeah, big one. Yeah, that's my hope. You know, Yukio Saint Laurent, this dude's a mystery. I have no knowledge about him. Uh, but continue on with the next match. Of course, Neil Bishigun goes on. I mean, I don't think it was ever in doubt, but. I mean, you never know with Raku, another Raku, gang yeah. member. Known but... gang member Raku. <laughs> Good night, Express Gang all day. Put you to sleep, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the main event first round match, the Bakuretsu sisters Nodoka Tanma and Yukiano <laughs> against the magical sugar rabbits Mizuki and Yuka Sakazaki. Was the I thought it was okay. excellent. Yeah, before we get to this, was the Kamiyu opener? Was that not a tournament match? Oh, it was. I thought I forgot they were in the tournament. I have a note for that match. I don't really want to do it. <laughs> Because I saw it, I was just okay, looking at my okay. notes we'll just now. I was that. like, "Let's go to this." Since it was the opener, the, the true main yeah, event. The true main event. <laughs> All right, go. The true main event yeah, with Kami. There's a lot of discourse yeah, between so, uh, and Hikari Noah for that fact, and I was able to see both in this tournament, and I have pretty good opinions. But go ahead. Thank God. So, uh, the true main event was Mihiro Kiryu and Yuki Kamifuku. Against Arisu Endo and Moko Miyamoto. Okay, my note, my note. I have it. Hello, it's me, Kamiyu coming through. All right, that's it. <laughs> I really like the entrance music. That's my favorite part of the <laughs> Hello, it's me, Kamiyu coming through. And that and the cowboy hats just go crazy. I don't know what to say. I knew they were winning. Yeah. I was like, they got the cowboy hats, but I mean, it's over. The, the double cowboy hats. If they came out in double denim, I think oh, that might if they came out with double denim, they might have went all the sold way. Sold it. Mm. I'll uh, I'll tweet Cami yeah. and tell her tell her the secret like, with the hey, double I denim. I'm like, Cami, I can't have this. I know I know there's a lot of slander going on with you right now, but I love you. I think y'all need the double denim. I think that's what y'all truly need. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cami would stop getting slandered on yeah. social media. If she yeah, I don't know why she gets slandered. She just chills. <laughs> Just chills and post videos in English. That's all. I know. I love yeah. her. But I enjoyed the match. Arisu Endo having like a month of Dude, experience. Dude, she's very good. She's like, she just gone. debuted like January 4th. And compared to other rookies I've seen in Joshi, even throughout like their first like dozen matches, like she's very good. Mm. Compared to other women that work for TJPW, I think she's better than a good handful of them. Dude, she's been in a lot opinion. of stardom rookies I've seen. Like, 
at least work rate wise. Yeah. Like, a lot better. Like, I don't know how long she's been in training, but very good. I mean, I think she's been there for quite, quite still, a bit. But... Still, I mean, but routinely in wrestling, got to be in there for quite a bit. Hmm. So, yeah, but Kamiyu and them win because they had the fucking double cowboy hats. They had the Kamiyu coming through. It was over. Like, I, I was like, oh, yeah, these is winning. It was... Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not going to give the rookie a win in a tournament. That's, that's no, 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 no. Okay, now we'll get back to the semi-main event right now. We'll cover the main event. Anyway, the, the summer main event, Bakurats' sisters, Nodoka Tama and Yuki Aino versus Magical Sugar Rabbits, Mizuki and Yuka Okay. Uh, Yuki Aino, not to be confused with Yuki Ino or Yuki Uino from DDT, because they all are the same person. Yeah, very, yeah. very similar. Well, at but... least Yuki Ino and Yuki uh, Aino are probably the same person, actually. <laughs> actually, they might be the same person, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, this match, really good. Uh, Mizuki and uh, Yuko were basically the hills in this match. <laughs> basically the hills. Yeah. Uh, uh, which, I mean, I didn't expect. I was like, well, since you have the Steiner sisters on the other team, it probably makes sense to just make them the hills, but no. Uh, which, I mean, it's fine, because uh, Magical Sugar Rabbits, they were good little shit hills. I mean, they did this one spot where, like, uh, Nadoka and Yuki were down and they did like this sunset flip on them. I hate that spot. Can they just never do that again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I mean, if they did like a Yoshi tonic onto them, that probably would have been cool because I mean, impact, but they just rolled on top of them and expected to win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, admittedly, it wasn't their best tag move, yeah, but... but no, that didn't take away from the match. Match is really good. Uh, they uh, isolated Nadoka, which, I mean, that's interesting. Because, I mean, from all the Bakuretsu sister matches I've seen, they did a pretty good job of, like, one match isolating Nadoka, other match isolating Yuki, setting up the other for the big hot tag. Did a really good job with that. Uh, I didn't. Okay, I'm happy with the result, but I didn't expect it. <laughs> okay. Uh, hmm. I I was like, okay, they're facing Yuka and Mizuki. They're probably about to get thraxed in, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> Okay, they're probably about to get thraxed here, and then, but they didn't, and I was happy. I mean, uh, I mean, you, you'd hope that the the champions would at least get out the first round. Usually, that's what I was though, thinking, but, but like, usually that's not always the case. Like, usually, like the per the people beat them in the first round, and then uh, that sets up a title challenge mm. uh, down the line, and that also adds up to like, hey, there's no way the champions are winning this tournament. So, like, yeah. but yeah, the. <laughs> Okay, the Steiner sisters, they over here, they got the win. Okay, so the ending stretch, I fucking loved. Uh, Mizuki and Nadoka were just going crazy. And, like, Mizuki, uh, Mizuki, like, she goes off the ropes. Nadoka throws her up and catches her with a Samoan drop. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on here? <laughs> like, I don't know. That Really enjoyed the ending stretch. Uh, overall, it was a good match. Uh Nadoka wins with like the greatest kill switch of all time. Uh, they move on. It was cr- okay. I didn't ex- like. I said didn't expect Yuka and Mizuki to get out first round, but I mean, happens. So I'm cool with it. <laughs> I mean, I... I mean, Yuka's got all that AEW. Yeah, she's got that do. contract to sign, <laughs> that Mark contract. That uh, after Tony Khan buys it out. <laughs> uh, honestly, I would have had Nadoka just stack Yuka and Mizuki on top of each other and put a foot on their chest and just pin them both. That's what I'd have done. <laughs> That's what I'd have did. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, that wraps up the first night. So the second night, there was like a filler tag, but I'm gonna be honest, I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh no, I'm completely I was like, skilled. okay. I think I might have had it playing in the background. Oh yeah, I'll, okay, it was playing in the background, but I was playing DW, so I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which they had another one the second night. I also didn't watch that one, but it's fine, whatever. Uh, so we're going on to the second mm-hmm. night. Right. So the second night, second round match. Hikari Noah and Senashiori, who had like a bye into the second round against Mihiro Q and Yuki Kanfuku. Why did Fuku. have a bye? I, I they don't know. They, they had the, an even amount. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, we got another team. But you know what? Just, you know, the round. Yeah, I mean, they had an even amount of teams to just do a normal tournament, but unless they're just that strapped for time and they wanted to get it all done, that was the only thing, reason I could think of. Probably. Them. Giving half the teams a bye, but probably makes sense. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was, yeah, the opener, I liked it. Oh, yeah, once again, Hikari Noah, another person that has a lot of Twitter discourse, like, is like, you either love her, (laughs) no gang members, you love her, or you fucking hate her. And I'm like, oh god, what's this girl do to (laughs) y'all? I know, I don't know, I don't get all the Twitter discourse with like not liking Hikari Noah, maybe that's just me being. A biased fan. Yeah, dude. I'm, okay, I I love a lot of bad wrestlers, but I don't think Hikari Noah's bad. <laughs> no, I think I I'd say she's probably one of the better wrestlers that TJPW's definitely yeah. got. And she's got a like, hardcore match with. Rini if she were to jump ship to Whoa, stardom, <laughs> finally getting deathmatch Hikari, but you know, like it's like with stardom picking up, you know, Mina Shirakawa, who I'm a big fan of. And Yunaga Sayaka, who I'm not Dude, a fan you, of. I think, okay. You'd you think that they'd pick up Hikari Noah <laughs> to start it. Hey, hey, you know, there's a lot of Yunagi fans, and that's cool and all, but outside of getting her ass kicked, I haven't been impressed quite yet. I mean, she gets pretty good height on my uh, Fox Fire screen. Okay. Yeah, I I like her Fox Fire. Yeah, other than that, really I don't like. really see much. <laughs> I mean, I, I love that. Like, <laughs> every, back, back she, to... She's like around, everybody just looks at her and just starts beating the brakes off of her. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> even even Lady C getting in yeah. there and just and like, we're gonna run down the uh, destroying of the Budokan card at the end of the show because God I have a, a bunch of jokes I want to get in but anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway back to yeah. Tokyo Joshi so Hikari Noah and Sona Shiori I like them as a tag team there was something on social media I don't know if you saw it about they kind of just admitted that they're like the Sean and Marty oh yeah yeah yeah. Basically, because like uh, but... did all the talk, and she was just like, Yeah, cool. I'm here too. But, yeah, uh, I'm gonna post a bunch of embarrassing stuff on Facebook that's gonna be found in a few years. <laughs> I can't wait for the segment where Kari knows uh... into the barbershop window. That's no rule. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, the match was really yeah. short. I'm which... fine with short matches, but I'm I mean, with... there's some matches in this tournament that probably should have been this length. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no kidding with that. But, you know, Mihiro and uh, Kamiyu came out with the, the dual cowboy hats again. <laughs> Didn't get him the win. <laughs> Double denim. Should have did it. I'm just saying. Yeah. We'll have to act Kamiyu and be like, hey, I think you should really wear double denim if you're going to continue this tactic. Yeah. <laughs> Kamiyu's going to listen to this and she's like, I think I'm going to yeah, do the double we'll, down. We'll link her to the podcast and be like, hey, I mean, I know this audio isn't great and all, but, like, we really think you should do double denim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they, uh, Kari Noah gets the win with a beautiful, uh, like, bridging exploder thing that she just gave up on the bridge on and just decided to pin a regular. It was just nice. 
Yeah, which is a shame because I think Hikari is like one of the few women that has really beautiful. Um, her bridge looked nice, bridges. and then like halfway through, she's like, you know what? I'm just gonna pin her. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, she needs to work on that yeah. next round. Uh, well, yeah, they got the win. They advanced, so that's interesting. I have to look at the brackets to see what's the next round matches. I don't fucking know, but uh, continue. Uh, anyway, so uh, next up we had Neobish Kagun, Mason Michael, and Saki Summer versus Mirai Mayumi and Suzumi. I personally thought that match. Oh was yeah, too long. dude. I'll, okay, I'm be honest. <laughs> I watched the whole second show at like two o'clock this morning while I was waiting on Dragon Gate, and I fell asleep during this match because like it was so long. I was just like, and I like, and I like yeah, everybody involved. I, yeah, I, I do. Like, uh, I don't know. Something just ain't right here. Uh, but yeah, but Saki Sama commits a murder live on uh, Wrestle Universe when she goes in this triangle <laughs> choke that nearly murders. <laughs> like, okay, like I've seen standard triangle chokes, but like she did like the Undertaker version. So I was just waiting on fucking what's her name to have the blood running out her mouth and just like dying. But yeah, <laughs> I I think it was like I mean. It, Okay, Mariah has a lot of, like, hype right now after they did, like, the DDT tag match where they just did Michinoku Pro Wrestling. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it was obvious, like, Neo Bishigun, they weren't losing here. No way. No way. Nah. I thought it was good, too but long. if they could have, like, caught five minutes off it Seems like match. they've been watching too much New Japan recently, okay? They're just like, let's go 35 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> God, anyway, continue on. Anyway, uh, next match we had Maki Ito and Mio Yamashita, who were tag teams called like yeah, one to a million. Which is weird. <laughs> Against Mio Watanabe and Rika Tatsumi. I thought that yeah, was a really yeah. good match. Like I said, actually. I enjoyed I'm not gonna lie. a lot here. I was like, okay, you know what? Makes more sense. Uh, very smart match. Interesting finish. Interesting finish. Mm. Especially since she's about to go sign to AEW. I think it's weird to have her in here. <laughs> uh, Maki Ito, she submits Rika Tatsumi. And yeah, like I said, it's weird because that's weird, champ, because Tony Khan just bought her contract and like they're just going to have her beat the world champ on her way out. Oh, I mean, you know, if you're going to go into AEW Dark, yeah, that's fine. That's, yeah. that's the way to do so, it. But, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't know if Maki Ito and Miyu is going to no. win the tournament. After this, I didn't think so. Especially after the Cyberfight announcement. I can see Maki challenging for the title based off based off this match. Yeah, no, there's no way. In my opinion, there's no way when June rolls around that Maki Ito isn't Princess of Princess Champion going to Cyberfest. Like, that oh, seemed yeah. like the most logical thing for them to do. Not, not, no offense to any of the girls in TJPW, but I don't think there's one with more international fanfare right now than her. And unlike all elite wrestling, uh, Cyberfight, <laughs> for the most part, they listen to the international audience and they're like, hey, they know, they know what will get the people in. So there's no way, yeah, so I could see like mm-hmm. Rika Tatsumi just dropping into V2 versus uh, Maki if that happens soon. Maybe it doesn't happen soon. Maybe they would hold out for a little bit. Who knows? I don't know when their next big show is. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, probably like me. three years from now. <laughs> Russell Princess at the end of the year, actually. You know what? Uh, but yeah, she submits <laughs> the champ. It's crazy, so they move on. Uh, I mean, I expected them yeah. to go to the finals, but I didn't expect the champion to get tapped out. No, I didn't. I I mean, that's the whole reason why I thought they were going to have Mio teaming with her so that 
you know, someone yeah, would yeah. take the pin or the, or yeah, the tap yeah. or whatever. But nope. I mean, gang member me would tell me, I'm not taking that. That <laughs> if y'all want to live, I'm not <laughs> taking that. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, yeah, going on. It was a fun. And uh, the main event, Haku Masao and Shoko Nakajima versus Bakuratsu Sisters, Madoka Tenma and Bakuratsu Yuki Aino. fucking robbed. I hate this shit. <laughs> I hate this company. This company sucks. <laughs> this is why the company's in the damn shape yeah. it is, because of bullshit like that. Eric Bischoff, <laughs> Vince Russo. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, uh, I, just, I mean, if you skip this match, you wouldn't really have missed nothing. It wasn't a bad match, but it was there. I mean, it got a really good rating on the. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> the the very very reputable uh, rating site. I mean, well, the stuff with Shoko in it, I thought was cool. I mean, Masao's like, I mean, I understand why she's there. I understand the character. I don't hate her, but like, there's sometimes she needs to like, you know, just get serious a little bit. Yeah, especially in the time. Yeah, I mean. She's getting over. She's getting over doing her silly things. So I can see. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think like especially in like big matches like this, well, especially you're facing the tag champs who like eat cars for a living and can fucking bench press a house. Like, uh, <laughs> probably should get serious. Like, and I mean, toward the end she did, but like it would have been nice to just like lock her to lock in and actually, like I said, because like her stuff in Neo Bishigun where she was like serious, really fun. Would have been cool to see that here, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. Baku Rescue Sisters probably should have just won the whole tournament and just decided to retire as champs. But I mean, uh, it didn't. It didn't. Yeah, that would have been lost here. Uh, all right, let's not lie here. Masao and Choka are about to get the floor wiped with them if they face Neo Bishigo next. They're about to get smacked around. Uh, uh I know in the semifinal they've got Maki to Okay, Yoshida, they might so get out the semifinal. If they somehow beat them. If they somehow beat them and make the final against Neo Bishkigun, because I don't think Neo Bishkigun is going to lose to Hikari and Sena. beat the brace off of them. Oh my god. <laughs> I hope Saki Sama can make it. If not, we'll just have to call up Saki Akai and Yukio Sakaguchi to step in for Neo Bishkigun if they can't get in from mm. 40. <laughs> for uh, 40, from 40, from uh, France. Uh, you know, because that's where yeah. they're from. Whatever. Also, I really like the spot where Saki Sama just beats people with a rose. That's a cool spot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like it because it just, you know, it works with the whole French. <laughs> yeah, 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 that rules. But, uh, yeah, this <laughs> match, like I said, if you skipped it, it would have been okay. But it was it was all right. The stuff was really fun. Yeah, I mean, another another match long, for me that long, yeah. went a little bit too long for my liking. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the Buckley Rest of Sisters, but damn. They they didn't really have opponents here that they needed to really go that amount with. Uh, yeah. I mean, if it was like Maki Ito and yeah, yeah, yeah. Neo, it probably been fine. Then, but but not fifteen minutes with Shoko Nakajima yeah, and Hagi. I mean, I know that Dota Tema is the greatest wrestler of all long. time, but like she can't do this on her own. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that's everybody advanced for the TJPW tournament. Uh. So, next week, we actually got a lighter schedule. I'm be honest. I was, like, brain dead after getting in all of our shit this week. Uh, but next week, we got a light schedule. Like, uh, well, we might review New Japan if Naito just beats the brakes off of Bushi and ELP doesn't win the junior title. If he does, then okay, we'll talk mm. about Naito. Uh, <laughs> we'll do a, we'll do we'll a do, quick run through. We'll do, we'll do the, the Naito uh, hour here on 
Stardust Prince podcast. You know what the Stardust yeah. Press is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Not Yeah, yeah. Uh, when his knees allow him to do it, he does it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I will yeah, never dude, see that move again. I don't understand. People are like, <laughs> "Oh, he got Tom to heal, dude. He's never going to be healed. His knees have been screwed since when he got his first big push as the Stardust Junior. His knees have been bad since then." People don't understand. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't wrestle for a little bit doesn't mean your knees are going to be like automatically fixed, especially his. Especially since yeah, he'll never sure. slow down. Same thing with Aronwu. Sad he's out. Uh, they should probably give the belt to Bushi or Despi, but you know they probably won't because they suck. Uh, so yeah, we got that. Uh, we got the Bleacher Report show that uh, I'm gonna have to get my man Tony Khan to link through the UK. Uh, yeah. Then uh, I don't think we. Got, oh, we were gonna talk about DDT. Oh, we should probably do that right quick. It's just two matches. It's fine. Uh, I I posted on Twitter. I said, "Hey, if Eruption loses, we're not fucking mentioning this DDT show." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Okay." I said, "I was like, me and Beth will talk about it if Eruption wins. If not, we're not fucking mentioning DDT. They're dead to me. <laughs> dead to me." And then you know, suddenly they had my oh, favorite yeah, type match. I'm, I'm glad, seen it a long I'm glad time. Eruption won because if they didn't, I wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> uh, well, first they did uh, the six man titles. Uh, which was probably the, if you ask somebody what DDT is, it's this, uh, comedy, good wrestling, all in one, honestly the perfect match for the six-man belts to kind of showcase the team of DDT's past and uh, Takagi, Dino, and Hiroshima, who defines age all the time, uh, versus Akido, uh, Kazuki Hirata, and Shota, who looks like Chavo Guerrero, uh, yeah, I thought that. I was like, I was looking at him. I was like, Okay, but yeah, this this is fun. So Agito won by kissing Dino. <laughs> his, his submission move was he held Dino's arm behind his head and kissed him. That's, that rules. Especially because Dino's gimmick is like I mean, he kisses everybody. I mean, if you're going to win a match yeah, against yeah. Dino. But no, I enjoyed the match. I thought it was fun. I was like, you know what? This is DDT. Like, this... Which they haven't had one of those matches in a while where it felt like, hey, this is DDT. Good wrestling, comedy, all in one. Uh, they needed this. Mm. Uh, so they retained. Uh, Shota, Hirata, and uh, Aikido retained. Which is funny because, like, Hirata's in uh, Disaster Box. Shota wrestles in Ganbari. And uh, Aikido's in All Out. And they're, like, back together now. So it's, like, weird that they're, like, still, like, this unit outside. Which, I mean, with Sonic Club going on. I have a theory that I'm going to get to here in a second. It's it's weird that they have these subgroups uh, like with, I mean, they could have just put Mal and uh, Yuki in their own group and had them like get a bunch of like rookies or whatever. They could have put Yusuke Okada with yeah. them, honestly. They could have just did like a little game there or something. Uh, it's weird. Like subgroups are fine and all, but it's weird. Especially if like their main groups are known factions within the company. Uh so, yeah, after the match, uh, I'm guessing Daisuke Sasaki is back as Damnation leader since uh, Endo got thraxed by old man Akiyama. Because, uh, like, he can't, like, <laughs> since, actually, since he's been hurt, since even, like, before uh, Endo lost, he's been, like, the guy with still, like, he's the one who brought in Yuji Hino. He, like, so, basically, it's his group. He's just letting everybody shine. Uh, uh, so, basically. Yeah. Yeah, which is a good leader. Okay, I don't understand. Daisuke Sasaki might be one of the best leaders in wrestling, like because 
Endo was doomed until he like got with Daisuke Sasaki and Damnation. Soma Takao was doomed until he got with Damnation. Now they're just like these. Now they're like at the next level they need to be, and I think that's like one of the things that uh, I don't think DDT appreciates about Daisuke Sasaki is how much he helps the people they put with him. Uh, yeah, so basically yeah. they come out uh, all of Damnation. They were deep. I was like, whoa, whoa. Cause so that made me even more confused. It was like, hey, we want to challenge for those belts. I'm like, bro, which one of y'all? There's 95 of you. I don't know what to do. Uh, but he was like, hey, we're going to beat you with our strongest <laughs> team. So I was like, oh, Sasaki's going to put himself in this team. No, because he's a good leader. So he's like, you're going to defend against Soma Takao, Tetsuya Endo, and Yuji Hino's going to eat all of you. I was like, wow, okay, yeah, they're about to lose these belts. <laughs> that was my first thought. Yuji Hino's going to eat them. So, yeah, that is happening at Itabashi Green Hall, I think. I don't know. It's uh, it's at a small show. Uh, now the main event, the match that I was not going to watch, but glad I did. Uh, Mao and Takeshita representing Sonic Club versus uh, Yukio Sakaguchi and Kazusada Higuchi. The big story here is uh, Sonic Club is on a roll. Yukio Sakaguchi isn't at all. Like he's kind of rough, losing recently. Uh, but Higuchi has that KOD uh, title match coming up, so I was like, God, they could take the title off of him right here. Like, this is one of the matches I didn't know who was going to win. So, basically, very, very good match. Exceeded my expectations. That man, Mal, is a lunatic, first of all. Uh, the stuff he just does, mm-hmm. I don't know how he comes up with this. I think he just gets bored at night and was like, hmm, what are some ways I can just blow everybody's mind? Uh, and usually I'm on and off with Takeshita, but he was on here. He was on. Uh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. he had a great match. Uh, is like, for me, he's like Kiyomiya or every standard young ace in wrestling where they're just like lacking something. Like, there's nobody that had that Okada. Like, people could pair young aces to Okada, but the difference is like Okada, like as soon as he got the belt, he like knew what he needed to do. Like, he found it. Hmm. That's what a lot of young aces in wrestling are lacking. But, like like I said, here, Takeshita was on. Very, very good match. God, uh, shifting from the TJPW tag tournament to this, yeah, it's it was something else, okay? It was something else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you can't compare them because it was talent. just easily one of the best tag matches Dude, I've seen in God, a long time. If they're not early candidates for tag team of the year, they are now. Like... Uh, yeah, fantastic match. A Russian retains shocked me, but I'm very happy. God, now let's get Saki a belt, please. Extreme Championship, anything, please. <laughs> Somebody, uh, please get her a belt. Uh, not to be confused with Saki Sama. Uh, yeah. So after the no, match, uh, Hiroshima came out to challenge for the belt with uh, Yuji Okabashi from a BJW. They won the tag shuffle, and then they had that tag match at uh, Kawasaki Strong together. So. I didn't know who was yeah. next up, so it's good to know. But dude, their matches until like April. Like I think it just got it got confirmed for like April because uh, the because of uh, scheduling reasons. Because you know they work in two different companies and all that, which I understand. But God, that's a long yeah. time without a tag title match. But I guess with Higuchi going into this uh, feud with Akiyama, that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, so there was that. So do you have the uh, Budokan uh, card up? Or can you pull that out right quick for Stardom? I guess we'll yeah. For uh, Stardom. Yeah, Dog, yeah. I can't wait for Ball Julia. This shit's so many cool. matches. <laughs> Ball Julia was 
my closing statement on the last podcast that I did, which oh. uh, if you follow Inside oh, the Ropes, you can listen to. Yeah. But uh, I think I think yeah. all the titles are being defended apart from the, the artists of starting title. Because they do either in the battle royal. Oh yeah, in the future. You saw what uh, the interview Mayu did where she wants to bring Kaguma back to stardom full time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm expecting that to happen because Kaguma's still hella young. It's like 23. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me. And then I wouldn't be surprised if she agreed to join Stardom and fucking turned on Mayu right then and there. <laughs> Because God, <laughs> All right. uh, yeah, yeah. As Ruaka yeah, says, dumbass. dumbass <laughs> She's sixteen, and you're like, yeah, Mike's a fucking dumbass, bro. Sixteen. How are you get turned on by a sixteen-year-old? I mean, she's she's been on the Toro for five minutes, and she's already like, yeah, this dude, fucking dumb rules. bitch. Oh God, I can't. All right, go ahead. We'll talk about Toro here in a second. Okay, so pre-show probably won't. Well, I was gonna say we won't yeah. go over that too much, but. Azumi defending the title against Natsupoi. Azumi's might win. She should win. She won't. She She should win because I, <laughs> I don't think Natsupoi looks like a good person to beat Azumi, Dude, especially for the range that she's been having. There's no ifs ands, but for the sake of their story, it has to be good. Because I mean, they're going to be stardoms. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a shame though, because. Azumi is having the, the best run with a high oh, speed yeah. belt since Hazuki. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, which, which is a big task to pull it up from the terrible reign that Riho had, which wasn't her It was AEW's fault, and then the AEW Whatever like, Stardom oh, were doing. Riho doesn't want to show up on TV. Dude, she's backstage. Tell them put her out there. I, the show I went to, she was on Dark. <laughs> I, watched, I watched the whole show. I was like, bro, where's Riho? Because I wanted to see Riho. And then she came out on Dark. I was like, bro, what the fuck? She's a woman's champ. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the next part of the pre show, Micah and Himeka from Don and Del Mondo defending the tag titles against Natsuko Tora and Saki Kashima. Which... should win the tag titles. That's what should happen because it took Himeka like 75 tries to win these tag titles. So I... <laughs> she was just like, I'm going to team with everybody and then whoever I win with. Yeah, and then I hope, I hope they lose in V1 even though they won't. Good. They were. I can see them having like quite oh, a long yeah. reign, if I'm honest. Dude, how they've been treating Natsuko crushes my heart. She's doing career's best work, the most interesting character for me within the company, and they just make her seem like she's nothing. It hurts me. All right. Yeah. It's a shame because, you know, she has got big shoes and to I fill think up she's against you, but... like, She's created a group in her own yeah. image. Like, oh, she just gets DQ'd all the time. Yeah, what do you think a heel faction is supposed to do? It's supposed to piss you off. What do you think? You're not supposed to like a heel faction. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, anyway, on to the main show. You've got the Stardom Rumble. We've got Legends. We've got... Yeah, Manami Soyoko was supposed to be in this, and then B Priestley <laughs> went to Rossi Ogawa and was like, listen, I can't have this, okay? She took my move. <laughs> I can't have this. Please, no. Yeah. Yeah. But Mima, but Mima uh, Shimoda's there, so it's over. For all we, <laughs> for all we know, Ruaka's oh probably going to win it. I hope it happens. Yeah, it's sad that, that Saida and Kid so and all those people can't get on the main card, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I mean, it, was, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> and then after that, we've got the uh, Stardom and the Seedling crossover matches. We've got Momo with Tanabe. Representing stardom and then 
Nane Takashi representing Seedling. Oh, yeah. That's I'm excited like, for this match. Let me think. That's probably like the one match I can say I'm super excited for. Oh, yeah. This could... It could easily oh, yeah, steal sure. the show, and in my opinion. Momo's because, yeah. Which says a yeah, lot, saying yeah, the rest Momo's of the Yeah, losing because, yeah, fuck Momo. <laughs> 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 the yeah, fourth best member of Queen's leader, Quest. But they hate her. God, I don't know why. Yeah, but... <laughs> I think Stardom is exposed with this whole Momo Nene feud uh, because uh, the show that she did in Seedling, uh, it was her and Saya, I believe, right? Yeah, because I saw saw clips of it. And yeah. She just seemed like she was in her element in Seedling, so I was just like, God, this just shows how bad they're truly using her. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's getting all these shots, but she's know. losing. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm very, very excited for this. It's like the one match I saw. I was just like, hmm, I got to see this one. Yeah, and then uh, the other 10th anniversary match, we've got Mayu Otani representing Stardom versus yeah, Known the, Shishiko oh from Seedling. Oh, God. Okay, let's, let's go ahead and knock this. That that could be a whole episode. Yeah, you know what? Own. Let's do it. I mean, okay, listen. <laughs> I'll go ahead and give my opinion. Listen, you can be mad. It's understandable. I won't fault you for having your opinion, having like, this set opinion about Yoshiko. Because, uh, I mean, what happened? Fucked up. I agree. But, thing is, she retired for, like, a small amount of time, took time off. She even apologized. Uh, and when she came back, like, since then, nothing bad has came from her. I don't think the wrestlers in Stardom would welcome her back if she hadn't changed. I don't think Mayu, who has all the nah. swing in the world, would say, nah, yeah, I'll, I, 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 yeah, I'll wrestle her, even though she's fucking unsafe. I don't think that uh, Amy and all these people would put their trainees in the ring with her if she wasn't a changed person. Like, it's it's like dumb to yeah. assume that people can't change, especially in something like that. Especially when there's way worse issues in wrestling going on and people are not being punished for it. Uh, especially that and along with like actor wrestling again, I think it's just like this should be closure, but knowing Twitter, they're not going to allow it to be. Especially, okay, let's be real. Yeah, I mean, were, if anything exists outside of Stardom, were fucking watching Stardom it, it, it when that happen. happened. Don't, let's not lie here. We didn't know Stardom existed when that happened. Everybody watched a Walt <laughs> Culture document documentary and was like, "Hey, yeah, fuck her." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck don't, don't lie to me and say we were all you watching know, Stardom. Both of the women have moved on. Opinion? No, you weren't. You liar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, this should be closer. But anyway, outside of people's fucked up opinions, this is gonna be a good match. Yeah, I mean, again, another match. I you know, it's going to be yeah. I hope the this match opens of the year contender. For Stardom to work with more Joshi companies and have more people come in, because I think that's what they need. Yeah, I mean, this is the I truth of it all. Because everything is just DDM is going to win everything, and Tam's idol group is taking over. Uh, they they need something new. Yeah. They need to change because that's just not the movement, especially when you have like people who are stating their opinions and how they're upset and everything just keeps repeating. They need like change. So them working with other companies would be the right move to do in which they've started that. So, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully that yeah, continues I mean, on because I mean, Bushy Road are kind of bitches. So I don't know if it'll continue. Uh, yeah. Go on. What's <laughs> the next one? Uh, next one Sherry and the SWA title against oh, Konami. I love this is the, the other match that I was like, I'm God, I gotta watch it. it. I love both of Okay. 
I I can't name a winner okay, because the listen, story listen. to it is that strong. I'm a known DDM hater, but I love Siri. <laughs> I love Siri. I love Konami. Mm. They're gonna have a good match. But the problem is who wins because yeah, Siri has been having singly the best SWA title reign ever, but. And, I mean, she can defend against the other members of the roster. If Konami wins, she can't defend against fucking nobody unless fucking Julia steps in the ring and goes spaghetti. And, like, that's about it. Like, and then, <laughs> they could run, ooh, they could yeah, be, I like, mean, a, a trilogy with her and Shiri, which would be cool, but I don't see Stardom being smart to do that. Nah, I mean, with, with Shiri, at least, like, you get, she can fight everybody on the roster, but with Konami, it's, it's literally just going to be Julia... If she wants to be Italian or British, and then Sherry. Yeah, that's for sure. That's it. And then uh, I, I guess think. the next match is the World of Stardom match, right? Uh, yeah, World of Stardom. Yutami Hayashista versus say, Kamatani. Oh, Yutami's yeah. gonna win it. No, there's no I say that now, but they're letting Saya win. This is weird. This, this is weird. I like Saya, but for Nippon Budokan. This is weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. If it was Yatami and B, I'd understand that. A little yeah, but bit more. I don't want it to be Yatami and B. So we can just, we can just, <clears throat> yeah, we can we'll, just we'll take, take it and <laughs> aim for that. Okay, but I mean, it should be okay. It should be cool. But yeah, Yatami's gonna smash her. Oh, yeah. that, dude, Yatami's just holding the belt until Julia loses in the main event and takes the red belt. That's all. Let's let's not cap here. So the main yeah. events, hair versus hair. I can tell you. Uh, Julia defend the Wonder to Stardom title against uh, Tam. Like I said, I think it's incredible that this storyline, whose big publicity spot was them fighting in bikinis, made it to the main event of Nippon Budokan. That's fucking crazy. I think. That, okay, I just got yeah. to my head to start and saying this was a story that was created on the fly as well. Yeah, yeah after Hannah, the, the fact that they did this and they've made it into like. God, it's nearly a year-long it feels story like it's at this point. Eight-year-long story, because they just said we're gonna wrestle for thirty <laughs> minutes. God, jeez, no, please. <laughs> I mean, are we gonna get a time limit finish on the? No, this is going sixty. Is, is starting with sixty, do it? and then Tam's winning with a roll up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah. This is why Julia's been dying her hair so much recently. So it's just when it comes to you know going bald. Yeah, she just, she just wants off. to do all this color with her hair so she's prepared to lose it all. So, I mean, that's fine. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> d- I yeah, don't see Julia winning. She's going to go win the red belt. So, I mean, why have her retain? Uh, that and you need uh, the idol group to have one of the big belts to establish them more, I guess, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it should go to a draw and they both should shave their head balls. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, uh, that ideally, would be the uh, ideal that's solution. The, the right finish for me. Uh, do that, please. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, uh, <laughs> don't see Julia retaining here. Uh, nevertheless, should be a good show. Uh, I just, all right, if they start the match and they just start grappling, I'm going to say in my notes, oh my god, fuck off. <laughs> uh, please just, they need to make this a brawl. Your hair is online. Don't, don't grapple. Don't grapple. Yeah. And don't go over 20, okay? And that's even me being generous. Aim toward fifteen. I can see it. I can see it going going twenty-five. They're going full-on Bushi Road formula. I mean, if if Julia's going to do her twenty rotations with an arm drag, then it's going. Yeah, definitely. 
All right, so, well, that's all for this one. God, I hope I never have to watch another tournament in my life. Uh, so next next week, we've got a light <laughs> schedule, like I said. We're covering uh, the AW Women's thing. The Stardom Budokan might might or might not cover the Naito stuff. If if he loses, we're just not even going to mention New Japan. <laughs> well, that's, not, that's not even going to be a point in this show anymore. <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to cover as much New Japan as I can before they die. Uh here in a little bit so there's that uh i think that's all for next week next week very calm week very very calm. well i mean there's a there's a dragon gate corrigan show but i don't remember what day it is i think that might be the day that we actually record so i don't know well uh i think i think we only just miss out on Tokyo Joshi Pro. That's that's fine. That can go to the next well, week stuff because, so. like I said, I know the following week we'll have a uh, Champions Gate in Osaka with Dragon Gate, their big show. So I mean, that should be cool. But anyway, welcome. This yeah. has been. I said welcome. Oh my god. Anyway, I told you this show's going off the rails <laughs> until Bushi Road either ends us or we sign with Cyberfight. That's that's the end goal for this podcast. I mean, yeah. if we kill Bird Rex, that would also. If we killed so, someone's going to go somewhere. Cool. I mean, <laughs> that'd be a nice feather in the cap. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, so that has been this episode. We'll be back next week. 